what is going on guys my name is mac and across from me virtually hang on let me turn my let me turn my window unit on real quick bro because it's kind of it's kind of warm in my room hopefully you guys don't hear that over the uh podcast but across from me virtually lifelong friend basketball connoisseur garrett howe and this is a press breaker podcast man episode if i'm not mistaken 43 Oh, I believe that is correct. Episode like, Pascal Siakam of the series. Closing in, closing in on the big 5-0. We're, we are recording this late. Um, finals happened last night. As you guys can guess, this is going to be, you know, the subject matter of today's episode. Finals talk. And, you know, it was a game. It was a good game. But before we get into that there is not a cloud in the sky from where i'm reporting from right now in the town that the press box resides in we don't use the press box anymore um but how are you doing gert dude i'm great uh i finally like genuinely enjoyed an nba basketball game again last night hadn't really enjoyed one in like the last like three weeks just because they were just kind of stale to me. I've been waiting for this finals matchup, and they, I got exactly what I wanted, and it was everything I could have hoped for. Yeah, um, it was a great game. Um, a lot of things that I kind of want to go over, talk about, um, but I, it's almost surreal to see the Boston Celtics in the NBA Finals because since, like, what, 2017, they had gotten close but they just could not get it done. You know what I mean? And um, to see them finally in the finals is a pretty cool sign. Yeah, they they kept putting teams together there for a while, starting in like 2017, and then they just could not get over the hump. And obviously, they didn't really do anything since they won in 09 either. Like, they had a lot of years where they were just away, yeah, where they got close, but it's the same old story, right? And then they went through the rebuild, and now they're back. And they're not, I wouldn't even say that they weren't, they weren't the best team in the East either, which makes it even more surreal. Like, they they weren't the best team in the East until the playoffs came around. Their, their defense is insane. One of the, one of the best team defenses the league has ever seen. And I, I don't know, man. It's just like, like I said, it's almost like surreal. Like the game, like for a game one of an NBA Finals to be led in scoring on Boston side, however, by Al Horford. This man, Al Horford, just led his team in scoring in a 2022 NBA Finals. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not 2015 because uh, that's what it sure seemed like last night. He's, oh man, amazing work by Al Horford, man. I always liked Al Horford. Um, but you know, I never really took him seriously, but now, you know, he demands the respect, which is good. I hope he gets him a ring, man. I hope the Celtics win this series. Yeah. I also thought Al Horford's career was just done after the whole Thunder thing. Like he went there and kind of went into like a mentor role for a year. Yeah. So I kind of thought that was it. Yeah. I, I thought he was playing the Udonis that... Haslam role. Yeah. But that's not working out so well for Udonis Haslam right now. Yeah. But you know. It happens. Stuff happens. Um, so let's go over the loser side of the game first. Um, 
What went wrong for the Warriors, in your opinion? Hmm. Honestly, what it really comes down to is their defense, right? I mean, they obviously they struggled offensively in the fourth quarter, but that doesn't really matter if they played a lick of defense. They controlled the game the whole time, offensively and defensively. Defensively, and as soon as the fourth quarter rolled around, that was it, right? They, yeah. it's it it's weird enough. It's like they ran out of gas, like it just seemed like they were just done for whatever reason like being up 13 or whatever it was going into force was just like enough for them i don't know because if you look at their scoring numbers it's not bad pretty pretty solid the bench didn't do a ton but it's still nothing bad like nothing terrible yeah so i think it's just all defense yeah and i don't want to i don't want to go against steve kerr but i find it criminal that jonathan kaminga and moses moody played one minute I think they deserve a little bit of playoff. I think they deserve a little bit of finals PT. I get it's Steve Curry knows what he's doing. But when you have someone like Draymond Green, who granted did come down with 11 boards, 5 assists, he does a lot that stat sheets doesn't show, obviously. Everybody knows that by now. But 4 points in 38 minutes. Kevon Looney, 4 points in 25 minutes. Jordan Poole, 9 points in 25 minutes. I just feel like you've got to... You've got to reach down in your bench and go and go and grab those guys like Kaminga and Moody and, you know, maybe even Damian Lee. I, I just. It's I don't know, it's easy for me to say that, however, I will say it's easy for me to say that. But the Warriors were playing an outstanding game up until the fourth quarter. They were, you know, they were firing on all cylinders. Everything was fine. Curry was backpacking a little bit, but. That's that's just Steph Curry. You know what I mean? That's what happens when you don't have a prime Clay Thompson and a KD on your team. Yeah, but and oh sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I'm with you on Damian Lee, especially like I can understand not wanting to play rookies, but Damian Lee, they've he he's played he's in finals been there for, for the them whole before. dynasty. Yeah, he's made shots, he's made threes for them in the final situations before. Like I, that's an that's that's kind of the real baffling part for me is the on the bench is why not put them in to see if they can get a shot when they're only down like three or four to the Celtics with four minutes left. Yeah. Like, what's the what's the point of just leaving people in to just keep br- throwing up bricks and turning the ball over? Yeah. Um. But, like I say, Curry played out of his mind. Great performance on his part, you know, per usual. He doesn't really fold in the finals. Um. However, I will say, he typically doesn't play to his maximum capacity in the finals, but he never, like, lets his team down in the finals. No. So... You know, good on him. Clay, fifteen points. Maybe we'll see a game six Clay come out in one of in one of these games in the finals. But man, that's really it for the Warriors. I just think they needed to experiment and try to find something new when they did not score a point in six minutes. Yeah, and it's like like I said, like the they seem tired of like they just lost all aggressiveness too as soon as Boston turned up the defense, right? Like Steph in the first and second quarter, mostly the first was just like insane, right? He just was gonna he's hitting every shot. He got open however he wanted to. He's doing Steph stuff, right? Moving all around the court, getting open however he needed to get open. And the in the fourth and mm-hmm. Boston truly turned on the late game defense. He just kind of not folded, but just seemed like he gave up a little. Like he wasn't gonna run around as much. He was just hoping it would come to him and he wouldn't have to do much. Yeah. Um 
but yeah, I, I don't know. That's just, it was weird, right? I just did not think the Warriors would blow a lead like that. Yeah, but I I think the Celtics just played better team basketball last night. That's really all it boils down to. They were higher in field goal percentage, higher in three point percentage, higher in free throw percentage. Um, they actually tied in rebounds, which is something I didn't expect to see with you know both the Williams Al Horford against who Kavon Looney, you know uh, Draymond essentially. Green, essentially, essentially. Um. But assist, Boston had nine more. You know, just reiterating that they played more of a team game and uh, it paid off for them. And honestly, watching the Celtics turn up for that 17-0 run, or did it, it ended up being a 19-0 run, right? It was 17 because okay. that's when they put the one-minute boys in and Violet uh, to hit that three. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, shout out Nemanja Bielitsa. Um, but switching over to the Boston side of things, I am insanely impressed by Jason Tatum. Not because he had an outstanding scoring effort or because, you know, he shot 100% from the field, but because, you know how we talked about, I talked about Kyle Lowry. You know, I've talked about it on this podcast before. If he can't score, he just gives it up. He goes to someone, nope. he goes to something else. He goes to finding people. He goes to locking in on defense. That's exactly what Jason Tatum did. He said, I've got shooters around me. I've got scores around me. Let's cater to them. And so he did. Marcus Smart hit two big threes in the fourth quarter. Amazing stuff from him. Jalen Brown scoring the ball tremendously. Al Horford, you know, as we know, scoring the ball tremendously. And having Jason Tatum at the helm, running the offense, finding open guys, it was a beautiful thing to see, man. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I really appreciate that as well. Um, he still took a little too many shots, but oh, I yeah. guess like he is a volume shooter, kind of like I'm kind of realizing that more and more. Like he is very much a volume guy. Like he's not gonna shoot ten shots and just call it good. Yeah, like, he's gonna keep trying to find a shot, and I get that, right? He's the number one option on that team. Jalen Brown obviously is very close to being the number one option, but it's it's Jason Tatum's team. Everybody knows that, so he's gonna have to keep putting those shots up. But yeah, I think that was the difference in the game, honestly, is that he only went 3 of 17 with 13 assists instead of going like 3 of 23 and yeah. only having like 8 or 9 assists, right? Like That that was the difference. Um, I can't get over that Marcus Smart, Al Horford, and Derek White combined for 15 threes. Shot 15 and 23 from three, those three. Yeah, Derek White, you know, I've talked about it, you know, I don't know how many episodes ago, probably 5 to 10 episodes ago, that Derek White isn't what he used to be. And he just kind of took a backseat role when he got to Boston and kind of just fell off. But he told me to STFU for this finals game. He said he told you to shove it. He brought it back, bro. He brought it back. 21 points, you know, like like you said, big threes. And, you know, it was a glorious thing to watch. I'm telling you, it's just I really don't have any other words for it. But Boston just played amazing basketball. And honestly, sure. basketball a Boston basketball with Jason Tatum not popping off is almost more fun to watch than when he is popping off. Oh, dude, they move the ball so well, especially when Derek White and Peyton Pritchard are both on four at the same time. The movement is so good with those two. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek White plays really good defense too for some of it's pretty small. I didn't yeah. never, I've never realized that before, but he, he works his butt off out there. Um, I can agree with that. Like I, I was impressed that he was wrangling in Steph Curry decently well when Marcus Smart was off the floor. 
obviously he's no Marcus Smart, but he did a pretty good job taking over while he had to. Yeah. Um, and I I think Golden State's still probably going to win uh, game two. I think they've got a very good chance to win the finals. But I just – they – they're not going to get Jason Tatum to shoot three seventeen again. I don't. Think. I, I don't believe it. I don't believe that will happen either. Uh, that is, that is a tough game for them to lose when he shoots yeah. that bad. I agree. I agree. And oh. um, for another part of it, Boston stealing one at the Chase Center is oh, huge. Best case scenario for them. Yep. And now I know. Uh, sorry, Yume Yudoka is that the coach name? Um, Ime Eem. Yeah, whatever. That's something I apologize, coach, but I know for a fact he is content with having one game taken at Chase at the Chase Center. But if they can walk in and pick up game two as well, the Boston crowd is electric, and mm-hmm. Boston plays extremely well at home. We've seen that throughout the regular season. Is it is it too early to say that we could be looking at a sweep here? Oh yeah, <laughs> I, no I don't way. think. Yeah, I don't think it will be a sweep either. However, if Boston can keep this energy up with all of their players, and Jason Tatum also knacks in a twenty-five point game, and the the possibilities are endless for this Boston team. I just don't see a way this series doesn't go seven. To be honest, like they are so well matched up in yeah, every way. They are. They are like they're both of their defenses are so good. Like their offenses are good. I just it's it's awesome, dude. The coaching's yeah. great too. Like that's gonna get overshadowed a little bit too. Is that it's Ime Udoka's first year coaching and he is he went to the finals. On some like Nick Nurse. Yup. Yup. On some Nick but. Nurse type shit. Mm. Rip to Nick Nurse. He used to be so much better. Oh man, they're still good. I'm just they're still good. They are. They're close. Philly does. But yeah, six. I'm, I'm really a... excited for game two. I am too. I think it's. Gonna, I, I think am. it's gonna be really good. I am as well. I think game two is gonna be, like like I said, electric. Um, because you know, the crowd at the Chase Center. It feels so weird calling it at the Chase Center. The crowd at Oracle. Oh, it was loud though. Yeah, the the Oracle like that, crowd that was... is crazy, and. Yep. I think two of the most diehard fan bases in basketball right now, because granted half of the Warriors fans probably haven't been Warriors fans for more than 10 years, but they still love the team. The ones in the chase center are though. Yeah. They get rowdy as hell in the chase center and same thing with Boston man and TD garden. They get absolutely crazy for their Celtics. Uh, Will bond brought it up in the pro- the pregame show. Like this is one of the most like first times in a long time that it's like original teams matching up too. Yeah, like he was like that. That rarely happens in the NBA anymore. Yeah, one so of the original cool eight. What, what was it? Eight teams originally? Twelve? Some is something like that. Yeah, the only four I can think of are the Lakers, the Warriors, the Celtics, and the Knicks. Yeah, I don't know what the other ones would be, but yeah, I think that's pretty cool too. Um, oh, I had something else I was gonna say. Well, son of a gun. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Oh. Oh, dude, it's on the tip of my tongue. I'm going to rip off my eyebrows if I can't figure this out. All right. Let's see it. Uh, I can't do that. <laughs> um, um, but dude, it's going to eat me a lot. Yeah, all right. Going. If it comes to you, 
then let yeah, me I'm, know. I'm but thinking. Going back to the Warriors here real quick. What are the key takeaways from game one that need to be applied to game two? I think, I th- or sorry, you go. I thought you were wanting me to go. You go ahead if you're ready. Um, I think the starters need to get more active. Um, Kevon Looney only having four in 25 minutes, not not the greatest. Didn't even grab double-digit rebounds when he's really, him and Draymond are the only two rebounders on the team. Um, I also think they need to get more active on the, off the bench. They need to get more personnel off the bench. I don't think Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody should only be playing one minute, especially in a home game. They feel better at home when they're in the finals. I can just ima- I can just assume. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, a young young guys like that, if they do find themselves in the NBA finals on a team that they actually play decent minutes for, I would much rather get my first big step in the finals at home than on the road. So I think game two, I think you warm Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody up to the environment of the NBA finals, see how they do, if they shit the bed. Take him out. Don't play him again. That's fine. But at least just give them a chance. Yeah, um, I think Gary Payton's got to play. I know that he's coming off an injury and stuff, but I think you've got to throw him out there for a couple minutes to see if he can at least contribute, right? Because he's a yeah. good defender. He can do some stuff offensively. Like you gotta, you have to at least explore that because you do know what he can give you compared to Moody or Kaminga, right? You know what he's going to do. You, you played really well in the playoffs before he got hurt. Yep. Um, also, I thought about what I was going to say. Like, I know we were both watching the fourth quarter last night. Just every time the Celtics made a shot, I was like, the Seth's going to come down to the three and it's going to be over. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just never trusted that the uh, That Celtics the run was it. actually going to be yeah. that big of a run. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I just kept thinking, Steph is going to just shove a dagger right here. Like, that's yeah. it. He never did, though. Yeah. Um, what are the Celtics' key takeaways, you think? What do you think they have to... I think there's one. there's one takeaway. I think Jason Tatum's just got to score. And, you know, I don't even know I don't even know if that's like a takeaway from the game because they played amazingly with him not scoring. So, now you're kind of in this limbo of should we make Jason Tatum more of a playmaker for this series? But then when you really think about it, you're like, come on now, it's Jason Tatum. But I mean, the stats don't lie when when he wasn't you know, 17 shots over the course of a game. That's around, what, four four and a quarter shots a quarter? That was yes. tongue twister. Uh, so, I mean, hey, if he wants to take 17 shots and play make, let him, let him go at it, man. Because, granted, I don't think we're going to see an Al Horford 26-point performance again. But if we do, then we're talking, like, finals MVP level if they win the series. Just honorary, man. Come on. Jason Tatum's going to have another shot. So is Jalen Brown. Yeah. Give Al Horford the finals MVP. Al, I could see Al Horford retiring if they want it. Oh, d- uh, be, definitely. That's all he's been missing. Is he's He just needed a ring. Yeah. Um, But I think my takeaway is not on Jason Tatum. It's that you have to make Horford smart and Derek White be the one to beat him, right? Everybody knows what Jason Tatum can do. But like, it's like Draymond said in the press conference. like, oh, they're not going to do that again. Well... What if they do? What if what if that is the Celtics game plan going forward is making sure that three to four guys, Pritchard, White, Horford, and Smart, they're hitting ten threes or more. But yeah. Between them. Like that that is that could be the key, right? Yeah. 
Like, I feel like that is a good thing to focus on. You know what? I do have a key takeaway. Play Daniel Tice more than six minutes. Come on, man. He is better than six minutes. Daniel Tice is a certified stud out there on the court. Dude, will, just... he will give 200% effort and grab any rebound that's in his vicinity. Or at least try I'm with, to. I'm with you a little, but I can't get all the way there. Some, I, I do think he's better than Grant Williams, but something about Grant Williams works for them for some reason. Like, he I doesn't agree. seem like he does a lot on the stat sheet, but it works for some reason. I agree. I don't like Grant Williams. I don't think he's a good NBA player, but like he, he's valuable for some reason to the Celtics' success, and I don't get it because statistically yeah. he's not. That's true. But, but yeah, I, I do. Th- I yeah, I haven't seen Daniel Tice really playing at all, and then I saw him get in for a minute last night. I was like, oh, but then right back out. Yeah. Also, he probably didn't play as much either because Horford is was scoring out of his mind. That's also true. Man, I want to see Time Lord with a double double. Game two, I want to see. I want to see a double double out of Time Lord. I don't know if he can do it. How hurt is he? Like, I does have he no have clue. a torn meniscus? Like right now? No clue. He played twenty four minutes. That's all I know. I, I know. That's like. So that's what he tore, right? Back in, I believe so. I don't know. I know that's not like an ACL, but I just don't know what like the actual healing time is on those. I never know. Yeah, I, I don't that's know like, either. Because I feel like if he was fully healthy, he would be in like the 15 and 10 range, honestly. Yeah. I can agree he with that. He did look good. He looked, he moved well last night, though. I will say that. Caught some oops, got some decent blocks. Yep. So I don't know. I would love to see. I would love to see a Tom Lord 30-point uh, performance in this playoffs or in this that final series for no so reason. That would be so dope. It would just be so hitting, dope. Just knocking jumpers down, yeah. dunking on people, getting some oops. Ugh. Yeah. That's that's the key, right? That's mm-hmm. the that's the goal. All right, that's what I'm manifesting now. Not the Celtics win, just a Tom Lord 30-point performance. It <laughs> <laughs> would be nice. But All right, so, guys. Let's see. I think that's going to wrap it up for today's episode. Hopefully next week we come back at you with some nice – Nice, juicy basketball content. Hopefully these final games breed, you know, electricity in the atmosphere. And um, make sure if you guys did enjoy this episode of the podcast, leave a like, leave a subscribe, leave a favorite, whatever you got to do to show your support on whatever platform you're listening on. This is a late episode. I know we're recording it the day of we uploading it, us uploading it, I mean. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for all the support. Thank you guys for the continuous listens. And uh, we'll see you back, hopefully, Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern. Um, I'm actually getting a phone call right now, so perfect time to stop the recording. Be safe, guys. Love you all. Bye-bye.